Yo, 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 what up, what up? What's good? How's everybody out there doing? If you are hearing the sound of my voice, I hope it finds you well. Welcome to another episode of Hell is Round the Corner. I am your host, Lou Cipher. And, um, yeah, I'm gonna get another transition for this shit together. I ain't lying to you. Like, I'm be list- I be listening back and this shit be sounding mad, um, kind of stucco, staccato, and janky and shit. So, you know, I'm gonna think of another transition in the future. But, um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing all right today. Um, let me see. This weekend, so, okay, one thing I do want to talk about this week, well, real quick, just, just something real quick. Like, anybody who don't know, I live in Atlanta, right? So, Atlanta, people in Atlanta tend to walk around with a very inflated sense of self. And um, the reason I say that is because this past weekend, um, I went to a little, a little um, house party. Um, and it was dope. It was real, real dope. You know, um, shout out to my homeboys, Troy and Alex. They threw a real big, you know what I mean, a real nice um, um, little party or whatnot. Well, at said party... There was an actor present. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to sound messy or nothing like that because, you know, this is somebody I do respect. But put it like this. There's like, there's levels to this fame shit. You got famous, famous people like Beyonce and all them. Then you got people who are like black famous, you know. They're only famous to us because, you know what I'm saying, they did some shit. We like, But you do have a tier like right under black famous where it's like, you know, kind of... I guess I call this tier. Ain't you that nigga from you know? Cause that that that's how I be. You know when niggas see, ain't you that nigga from you know? You know and and you, but they know they know you've been in something of note. But you know you can go to the store and motherfuckers not really give a damn. Well, this person fall fell in fell kind of in that tier of fame. So you know, I mean, he was being real chill and everything while he was there. Um. However, when I pulled up, like I pulled up to the little party and whatnot, and I noticed like two big motherfuckers kind of just walking up and down the sidewalk, not going in, but just kind of, you know, and they just had on like, you know, like some little, like some, some, some sweats or some shit like that. And, but then I started noticing they was talking into comms. And so I'm like, the fuck? So I go in. And so one of the hosts explains to me that, yeah, um, that is who you think it is down there. I'm like, oh, word? He's like, yeah, it's aggravating because this motherfucker got security outside like somebody was really would really doing something. It's like, my nigga, you wasn't even the star of the show that you was on that we know you for. So, you know, for you to be sitting up here acting like, you know, you the president of some shit up in here because the motherfucker went outside, you heard somebody out there, he's moving. I'm like, he's moving? Nigga, what? What asset are you protecting? The nigga ain't been in nothing since like 2001, but... Anyway, yeah, it was it was it's just always a mind fuck when you see people with that inflated of a sense of self just walking around like my nigga, you know, you kind of regular, you know, we don't really, you know. But anyway, um, I just wanted to mention that another thing I want to mention before we actually get off into the show. Um, side note, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm distracted. Um, I, I, I ain't gonna say why, but I'm but a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but another thing I want to bring up, though, um, before we really get into the show. So, you know, Halloween is here, spooky season, all that kind of stuff like that. So, you know, naturally niggas watching horror movies and everything like that. And the and the discourse around old horror movies keeps coming up. Well, one got me in particular. 
Um, let me talk about the movie Carrie for just a second. Now, if you don't know, Care was a movie about a girl, you know, she, she was a white girl, um, people was picking on her, they was fucking with her because she, she was ugly, her mom was real deep off in the church, she was crazy and everything like that, but somehow the girl had telekinetic powers, and she started using her mind to move things, they pushed her too far, she moved, she used her mind to kill every motherfucker in her path, then she stabbed her mom a bunch of times with her mind, and then killed herself in the end. So that's basically the movie of Carrie. So, it's really interesting to me how now we're in a, we're at a place where we're realizing that Karen was not the villain here. You know what I'm saying? Like in the movie, like I remember in the movie, I was trying to frame it like she was some kind of monster and you know, oh my God, how could she kill? They was fucking with her. Karen did what needed to be fucking done. You know what I'm saying? You, nigga, I, and I'm speaking as somebody who was bullied and picked on all through school. God damn it. I wish I could move, move a dough or some shit with a dough frame with my mind and stab a bitch in the damn throat. You know what I'm saying? They pulled that pig blood on sis and she said, you know what? Fuck this. I have been putting up with y'all bullshit for too long, god damn it. I can't even have my period in peace. I start bleeding out the pussy and all of a sudden y'all start throwing shit at me. God damn it, y'all done fucked up. So she, you know, I, I, here's the thing. How can you not empathize with that? You know what I'm saying? You got people, like, it was, you know, when I'm talking about the Discord, I'm talking about on Twitter. There were people sitting there like, you know, well, she could have taken another. She could have did something else. She didn't have to kill all them people. What the fuck was she supposed to do? I'm, I mean, I've never had telekinetic powers in my life. But I'm pretty sure it's not a die that you just hit on the side of your neck and be like, you know what? Set this bitch to stun. We ain't just gonna, we ain't gonna kill the bitches. But you know what I'm saying? We'll run some shit into them. But it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad that more people now are starting to see. You can't be out here fucking with folk like this. You never know who got some fucking telekinetic mind powers and to fuck you up out here in these streets. So I just wanted to mention that about Carrie real um real quick, cause you know I just started seeing people talking about it recently. But now we about to jump on off into the um into the show. So let's see. First things first, what we got, what we got, what we got. So anybody know this ain't a political podcast, you know what I'm saying? Because the politics bored me to tears. What's going to happen is going to happen, but I do feel a responsibility to bring some things up. So I'm going to read this real quick about the um, Republicans blocking, blocking the Freedom to Vote Act. Um, and this happened like recently, like, like this week sometime. So in a 49 to 51 vote, Republicans blocked the Senate from moving forward on the Democrats' voting rights bill, the Freedom to Vote Act. The vote was announced by Vice President Kamala Harris. In the 50-50 in the, in the Senate, Democrats needed at least 10 Republicans to join them to end a GOP-led filibuster and ultimately pass the legislation. This marks the third time this year that Republicans have been able to thwart voting rights um, legislation, according to the New York Times. The legislation was negotiated by a group of Senate Democrats, including Senator Joe McChin, I don't know how to say that, and includes measures such as requiring at least 15 consecutive days of early voting in every state, mandated same-day registration at all polling sites by 2024 and permanent mail-in voting. Okay, so basically, um, the Republicans trying to steal this shit again. So that's why I'm, I read all that and wanted to bring it up. Y'all, 2016, listen, you know what I'm saying? Ever since then, you know, we done kind of been doing the right thing, getting out here with our elections and voting in the right way and shit like that and voting on a local level and stuff like that. But listen, 
you got to we got to keep they keep our foot on their neck. These motherfuckers like literally they're trying to put laws and legislation in place to, you know what I'm saying, legally hinder the voting process to try to turn the tides for them again. These motherfuckers evil. So, you know what I'm saying? Do your due diligence, get out here, you know, don't stop all that shit like that. So, man, I just want I wanted to put that out there. Um the other thing I guess I can bring up since we here is um Shout out to the students at Howard University. Um, they're out there right now protesting, you know, horrible living standards. Like the, um, they say, like they have rats. Um, there's asbestos. Like it's all kind of shit, you know. So what they're doing is they're. Um, I think they make they made like encampments outside the campus or some some shit like that. And they're just using their voice and being loud about it. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We pay all this money and y'all can't, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can't motherfucking call um call Orkin or some shit. You know, we out here living with rats and whatnot. So, you know, shout out to them young people, man. You know, don't let these people take your money and then fuck over you at the same at the same time. Do what you gotta do. All right. <laughs> that was me trying to be responsible. So let me let me go ahead and do what I do. So the first thing I got up here, um, so it came out that Darius McCrary, if you don't know that name, that was Eddie Winslow from Family Matters, that um, he's dating um, Sydney Starr. Sydney Starr is a trans woman, and, you know, she, she, she was on, like, love and hip-hop and whatnot. Um, she in herself is problematic because she just said some really, really, really stupid things over the years, but that's beside the point. The point is that the internet did what the internet does and started calling the boy all kind of gay and, oh, I can't, this is why these men be in the closet, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting up here listening, just watching these people just say the dumbest shit. And it's like, this why gay, this, this why queer people be so annoyed all the time, straight people. Like, we are inundated with y'all bullshit constantly. You do realize that him dating a trans woman makes him straight right you know what i'm saying she's not she's not a man you know i don't understand how that concept be tearing y'all ass up if a if a trans person operates as whatever gender they choose a person of opposite gender dating them equals heterosexuality why is that such a jump for y'all you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, 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 you just, you get so tired of that ignorant ass, dumb ass shit. You got motherfuckers posting old pictures of family matters with him and Myrtle and shit like that. Like, come on, guys. Come on. At least be funny in an original fashion. You can't even fucking do that. So, you know, I just, I, I just really wanted to, um, Bring that up because it was just so fucking stupid for no reason. He's a straight man dating a woman. Good God. But next up, when we talk, I guess since we're talking about dating, party and Meg. So I think I say this every podcast, but I'm going to say it again for motherfuckers who may be listening for the first time. I am what I, I am what is called a megosexual. Meaning that I am only sexually attracted to men and Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know. I don't understand it. I've, I've, I've stopped questioning it. But in my mind, you know, that woman can take me from all y'all niggas. Easily. So she has been dating a fellow rapper, Partisan Fontaine, 
for a year now. The reason we know that is because they posted their anniversary footage and it it was cute. It was cute. I've had to warm up to him because I, I, I don't like nobody with Meg. The only man I wanted for Meg, to be honest, was, uh, was her bodyguard. Uh, is it Justin? Or J it's Justin. That's the only man I really wanted for Meg, but you know, since that ain't an option because he got a woman and all that kind of shit like that, I guess she had to go with the next best thing. So part of it, you know, he, she, 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 she just started fucking with him and everything like that. And I've had to take time to adjust to the relationship, you know what I'm saying? Because again, you know, I, I, I don't feel okay with it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can make her happier than him. Whatever. I, that's just how I feel. Let me have that. But nah, they footage was real dope. You know, he, like, he, um... He pulled out all the stops from jewelry. They went out to eat. He had the whole, the restaurant was themed after her. And, you know, she, and you could see the happiness and joy radiating from her face. So, you know what? Hats off to them. Like, I, I mean, you know, to see a black woman be loved on like that by a black man. You know what I'm saying? And he just, you know, he just, he's obviously smitten with her. She's smitten with him. Now, that's the only thing I do hate. I hate them pictures of the way she be looking at him. Meg be looking at that man like it's a thousand degrees outside and his dick is made out of the only ice left in the world. Like it's just the way she be looking at him. She it just it just drives me. It just it just it's just it's so much love in that look. <laughs> and I but you know what? Hey, I'm happy for her. I do want to mention one thing though. All these women y'all hold so near and dear who done sold y'all on all the hot girl summers and all the fuck these niggas and all the, you know, what, 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 what that was? What that was? She said, call Becky with the good hair and shit like that. They lied to y'all. They all lied to you. All these women are in healthy, happy relationships. You bitches out here sitting up there in, in, in goddamn 60 degree weather with your whole pussy out talking about something. I'm living my best life. They lied to y'all. And I don't know how to say it. I don't know what better way to say it. You know what I'm saying? Be, be, be sold y'all her business for a solid two or three years with Jay-Z ass and that goddamn wig right behind her. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn Cardi B. Carter and told y'all how your pussies need to be wet and shit all the time and this, that, and the third. And she's sitting up there with offset. God damn it, fucking, um, you know, Meg got party. God damn, Rihanna was dating, wasn't she was dating one of them damn billionaire boys and all that kind of shit? The, the point I'm making is this. Y'all done let these women sell y'all on all this goddamn bit of woman bullshit and goddamn it, they out here with whole ass men. While y'all sitting up here talking about all the ways niggas ain't shit and, and, and fuck niggas, it's, you know, it, it's, it, it's my, it's about my bride or daughter, you know, my bestie, da 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 this, that, and the other. Listen. Y'all can keep on with that bullshit ass rhetoric if you want to and die lonely than a motherfucker. Meanwhile, they getting all the damn dick and rich at it. So I just felt I had to mention it. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, what we at next? What we at next? So, okay, this is this is crazy. So Billy Porter blasts Vogue magazine for putting Harry Styles on the, um, Harry Styles, the first man to have a solo cover of Vogue ever. And, you know, so they had him on there with the dress. First of all, here's the thing. I still, I'm still not entirely sure who Harry Styles is. 
Um, all I know is every time I see the motherfucker, he looked like he done rummaged around in bed in white closet and whatever put whatever he put on just stayed. Like he never looks fly. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's like he's trying to evoke rich white womanness, but it just don't all the way curl over. But anyway, he was put on the cover of Vogue as the first man, you know, solo man in a dress and all that kind of shit like that. And you know, it's supposed to be groundbreaking, all that kind of shit like that. And Billy Porter say, "Oh no, bitch, not today." So I'm gonna read you what he said, but I'm gonna tell you what I think. So Billy Porter told People Magazine, he said, "I changed the whole game." I personally changed the whole game, and that is not ego. That is just fact. I was the first one doing it, and not everybody is doing it. I feel like the fashion industry has accepted me because they have to. I'm not necessarily convinced, and here's why. I created the conversation about non-binary fashion, and yet Vogue still put hairstyles a straight white man in a dress on the cover for the first time. So he's salty, you know, now, here's my thing. I see both sides of this. On, the, on one hand, straight white people have been gentrifying queer shit for years. You know what I'm saying? We, like, queer people, like, historically, we make shit fly. That's just what we do. Everything about our presence, everything about our being is just fly fly and we make every fucking thing cool we've been the tastemaker since forever especially black queer people you know what i'm saying but here come white folk they see us and they see they see we done made we done plowed the fear and i hear they want to come reap the rewards so i do understand what he's meaning as far as that's concerned it's just you know we do get tired of being erased you know what i'm saying and here's the thing too you know i well, so this is leading into what I was gonna say. The other hand of what I'm saying, Billy, it's 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 giving Nicki Minaj in the fact that selected outrage because she's really good for that. Nah, that's what you sound like. Cause here's the thing, the 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 hand that everybody was fanning with was the fact that you know when the Emmys excluded your Pose co-stars. Now, nah, let me get this point out before before I say whatever I was gonna say. Um, your, your whole attitude was basically, oh, well, but now when this white space that you were trying to move into and you thought that you were shooing for told you, nah, nigga, nah, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? The screen door has to swing both ways, baby. You know, now don't get it twisted. I don't think none of them, none of them women on polls deserve no Emmy nomination because none of their performances were that good because they're not good. They're not, at, but they're getting better. Like Blanca, like season three, you know, um, MJ Rodriguez did a great job as Blanca. And, you know, you can see her acting improve. But the rest of them, I mean, listen, we, and, and anybody know I loves me some Tyra Allure. I loves me some Electra. But God damn it, my sis can't act her way out of a paper bag. And it's okay to say, I don't give a damn if she can't act. I just want to see her on TV because I can't get enough of her. I love her. You know, I, you know, um, but yeah, but, but that's, that's totally beside the point. <laughs> the point I'm making is you, your outrage can't be selective. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit up here and just because you just, you just knew you was, you was um, in for that spot. You know what I'm saying? That they was just going to put you there. You know how this shit work, baby. You know how this shit works. They look out for their own. We know that. You're right in that. But you know what I'm saying? 
and this is why I wish other like more black black publications would stop pull their head out of their ass, and stop being so fucking homophobic. Because let me tell you right now, right now would be the perfect time for Ebony, for Essence, to swoop right in and give him a cover. cover boom, you to push, you to you to you know you to push the conversation forward. You know where it counts with black people, and you know what I'm saying. You getting your flowers from your community, you know. But I mean, let's be honest too. The biggest criticism I've always had of Billy Porter, and anybody know that I don't hate him. It's just there are just some bonehead things he does. That first dress that he did, I want to say it was at the Oscars, the tuxedo dress, that shit was fly. I'm talking about you can't nobody can knock that. I mean, I, even straight people was like, yo, what is that? Like it was just it, it, it was a look, and it didn't look like a costume. You know what I'm saying? But everything else you started wearing at that straight up looked like costume, my boy. My nigga, you, what, what I was done with him was when he took his ass to the damn Grammys with that damn Tia cat suit on his ass ain't even tuck. I'm like, nigga, if you going to wear the cat suit, at least make an attempt to tuck. You know what I'm saying? You sitting up there with the damn cat suit on with your whole ass dick poking out looking like an Audi navel, and it's just like that it don't even go. It killed the look. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't think Billy is flyer than he 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 thinks he's flyer than what he really is. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, you can't say that you started the conversation on non-binary fashion because niggas been wearing dresses forever. You know what I'm saying? The first, the, the the first recorded drag queen, if I'm not mistaken, was a black man. You know what I'm saying? Then on top of that, you got motherfuckers like Sylvester back in the '70s when non-binary wasn't even a thing, loud and proud out there in a motherfucking dress. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, you you know, you you giving yourself a lot here. I understand your frustration, but. This might not have been the hill you wanted to die on, but you know what I'm saying. Shout out to him. All right. What we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? Oh, uh, which one of these I'm doing first? Because, ugh. So, Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed um, a cinematographer and wounded um, the director of this new movie he's filming called Russ. It was a prop gun, but somehow the gun had live rounds in it. And, um... He um yeah he he killed um old girl by accident you know peace to her and her family that is that has got to be like the most horrible like you just just picture you just at work holding a camera just chilling you know doing like you not even out here in free world doing no crazy dangerous ass job you literally just sitting up there in some rig and holding a camera bam next thing you know you just down dead because somebody had the damn live gun on the set because they didn't do their damn job that's some fuck shit you know what I'm saying but. From what I understand, um, the um, and th again, just from what I understand, the union employees on the set, like the um, the, the, the set hands and whatnot, they all walked out the day before, protesting unsafe work conditions. So the next day, they bring in non-union workers, and that's when you had that kind of accident. So you know, I mean, I, my heart goes out to Alec Baldwin too, because you gotta think, you gotta, you gotta think, you know, you truly killed someone by accident with no there was no no you had no prior knowledge they, like you're truly blameless here but at the same time nobody trying to hear that right now so you know my heart goes out to him too that's got to be something horrible to have to live with but yeah man you know you can't take the cheap way out you know you gotta you gotta pay folk you know you got you, you, you gotta pay people 
You know what else? Or else you get live rounds and prop guns and dead women on sets. So, you know, yeah, that I hope they get through that all right and all that kind of shit like that. Um, let's see. So, Condoleezza Rice. If y'all don't know who Condoleezza Rice is, Condoleezza Rice was the Secretary of State under W. And um, low-key, they was fucking, but let me not. But um, anyway, she went on The View this week, and um, she made some comments about, because uh, they were talking about uh, critical race theory not being in school anymore, which I really wish they would just get right. It's not critical race theory. They, they, anyway. So she said some things. I didn't get her whole quote, but I did get this part, the part, the important part. So she ended up saying at one point saying, we can make black kids feel proud without making white kids feel guilty. And that set the internet on fire. And duly so. Condi, listen, baby. Us tiptoeing around the feelings of white people for centuries has gotten us exactly where the fuck we are now. A bunch of entitled pale people running around here killing folk because they feel disenfranchised from, from life somehow because a goddamn black man or a black woman just happened to make it into a job where it was all white people before. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do? Like, what do we gain tiptoeing around white people's feelings? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's, it, 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 and it's like, you know, then she made a point to say, you know, you know, I'm from um, Alabama and, you know, I went to segregated schools. I did all this stuff and everything like that. But it's like, so you saying this, you should know. This is, but see, this is why I don't fuck with them talent and tent niggas like talking about because they all adopt that whole mindset just because they were the ones, they were one of the quote unquote acceptable ones that was allowed to make it through. All of a sudden, they look back at it, at the rest of us like, well, I mean, well, it wasn't hard for me. I mean, shit, it wouldn't be hard for me either if I was willing to ingest white dick every fucking chance I could. But we're here. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, just stop being so fucking out of touch. White people need to feel guilty. You know why? Because let me tell you something. If you can sit in a classroom, I don't give a damn if you're racist or not. If you can sit in a classroom and find out that you are the direct beneficiary of a system of oppression that has lasted for fucking centuries. For centuries. And you are the direct beneficiary of everything that came behind it, all because of your skin color. If you can, if you can learn that, and not feel the slightest tinge of guilt, you're not human. You know. And it just—I mean, just—it's these people who who are willing to go out on these limbs and do Jedi mind tricks and shit just to fucking pacify white people. No, feel uncomfortable. Know what your people did. Because let me tell you something. A lot of them do. A lot of them know and still don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, fucking um, Connor and Chad, they can go down here to fucking Lollapalooza or motherfucking whatever these damn festivals over the summer and can listen to a thousand rappers come on stage and say nigga, 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 but they don't want to know the real meaning behind the fucking word or the power, the reason that word carries so much fucking power. Fuck that. Stop making these white folks uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? I mean, stop making them come. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I had to mention it because it's like, you know, Condi, baby, we, 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 we should be past this. 
All right, so moving along to another draining motherfucker. I swear to God, every time I say I'm not going to talk about this nigga on this pod no more, some shit always happens, and here I go talking about little motherfucking Boosie. Like, y'all, we got to let this nigga go at some point, man. I'm serious. Look at him. The nigga look like the lungs from an anti-smoking commercial. Like, look at him. But anyway, since we gonna do this, let's go ahead and do it. So, basically, Lil Nas X came down here. Because I, I didn't even know he was from Atlanta. But apparently, he's from Atlanta. Which makes sense. But anyway, he came down here. And, you know, they they made they gave him a day. You know, they made, it's a Lil Nas X day on some random day or whatnot. Boop -de -boop. And, you know, I mean, like I said, a little handsome kid. You know, that he is. You know, he was, you know, in the picture smiling and looking great and shit like that. And different people came out to support him. You know, Chloe Bailey was there with her fine self. Um, I also saw a picture of Todd and Candy with him. Side note. Is it just me, but I've always found it weird when couples get to that stage of coupledom where they both start looking alike. And it usually happens when couples get, start getting, you know, when they age together, when they get older and whatnot. It's just, I don't know. Todd and Candid and got to looking like first cousins to me. And just something about that just don't sit right. But anyway, that's not even that's not even what it's about. So anyway, while he was there getting his day down to the Atlanta or whatever, somebody, he was on live and somebody asked him a question. It was like, you know, they asked him a question about Labusa or whatever. And so he was joking. He jokingly said that, oh, yeah, they got a song coming out together. So here's what the human fucking, the, 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 the human fever blister had the motherfucking say. Stop trolling me, faggot. LOL. You a whole bitch playing with a gangster shaking my head. You can keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass in peace. And... Hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. LOL. Nas X, if you hashtag commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Oh, God, nigga. Listen, you fucking collection of dead cellular matter. You saying and doing all of this, but the gag of it all is, if you if that boy would really do a song with you, which of course he wouldn't, but if he would really do a song with you, that would be the best thing that ever happened to your fucking career in all the years you've been active. My nigga, Wipe Me Down was over 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? The only thing got you, the only thing keeping you renting is some is somebody's chitlin' circuit tour will keep you on it to go preach to a bunch of rusty niggas just like your motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's just like, like this this visceral hate that he has for gay people. And I say it all the time, it's so ridiculous to my nigga. You literally made the Dyke National Anthem. And you hate gay people the way you do. You know, and one thing I want, I really want us as gay people, as queer people to stop doing is stop projecting homosexuality on these motherfuckers. They don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Every, every nigga that hates gays ain't a, ain't a self-loathing, you know, closet gay. They just hate for niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to say that this nigga's just a hateful nigga. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want no type of association with that motherfucker whatsoever. I hope he not gay. 
You know what I'm saying? Which, of course, he wouldn't because Boos are too ugly to be gay. Let's just go ahead and keep it a buck. He too ugly to be gay. That nigga, if, if, if Boosa ass was gay, I promise you, God, he had a dry dick this side of the goddamn Mason Dixon. Because who is really going to fuck with you? Boy, you're sitting up there, like, uh, uh, again, you're so gnarled and weathered looking. Like, you know what I'm saying? You literally look like one of them trees that got struck by lightning, but the homeowner ain't have enough money to get it cut down. You look like that. You know what I'm saying? You got an ass that look like a broomstick. Like, you just, like, and, 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 and the jaundice. Nigga. Let me tell you something. N niggas who have perpetual jaundice, you don't need them in your life. That's a that is an energy and a, 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 and a, a chaos that nobody deserves. You know what I'm saying? You can't drop nothing in them motherfuckers and clear that shit up, nigga. Your eyes has been yellow for 20 years. I'm from the same city you from. Nigga, you was running around here 15 years old, eyes looking like piss. Like, I mean, it just it's it's just I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just it's so. It, 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 but no, somebody somebody tweeted. I I wish I had her name because it was a woman who tweeted. But basically, she said the reason he's so triggered by Lil Nas X is the, the fact that he's a he's an openly gay black man succeeding in an industry that was built to support ultra homophobic niggas like you. You know what I'm saying? It's jealousy. Which, side note, is the name of my favorite Booster song, which I'm so mad that I'm never going to be able to listen again. But yeah, you a jealous nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's so amazing how, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you can see that in that song, but you can't see that, you can't see that shit in your fucking self. You know what I'm saying? And even, my, even me, I'm going to throw myself on the chopping block here for a little bit. I was all, I used to be loud and proud against the boy. You know, I couldn't stand him. That I stand. I have. I've had to soften my opinion, and I'm gonna tell you why. So now I do hold one thing still, and I'm never gonna let that go. I, I don't think he's talented whatsoever. You know, you 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 know, you don't have you don't have an ounce of musical aptitude in your body. But you know, being that we in this time with spectacle means something. You done got on more power to you. However. Let's look at it. This is a 23-year-old, very good-looking, very charismatic young black man out here with a level of fame, access, and money that we could all dream of. We could, on, we could all only dream of. You know what I'm saying? If you can't look at that and be happy for that little motherfucker, let me tell you something. My sour ass had to look at that boy one day and be like, look at that young man. He is that is a, that, that he is joyous, he is happy, and he is out here being who the fuck he is. God damn it, who be me to sit up there and hate on that? You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. And you know anybody know me? You know I'm the king. I'm I'm the king of saying I'm an old nigga. You know I I, I apply old nigga logic and everything because I am that old nigga. But a lot of us old motherfuckers got to get the fuck out the goddamn way. Shut y'all rust ass bit asses up. And I'm talking, like I said, again, I'm talking to myself, too. I ain't just throwing nobody else on them. I'm talking to me, too. Get off that bitter shit, nigga. Let these kids go out here and just express themselves in the way that... Here's the thing. We we all fought. We walked the walk. So they can be out here being super weird and super emotional, but at the same time, super shallow. You know what I'm saying? We 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 this is what we this is what we fought for. This what this what I this what I our forefathers marched for. 
You know what I'm saying? This is what we was latchkey kids for. For these motherfuckers to go out here and be the biggest weirdos that they know how to motherfucking be. Let them have that. You know what I'm saying? That boy don't be hurting nobody. I, and again, I had to admit that. You know? So, for you to have all these issues, it just, it, it's really, it's really giving jealous. And it's not a fucking good look. You know? You play you a you a faggot playing with a gangster. Nigga, y'all mother nigga, you the same age I am. 38 motherfucking years old. If you still if you still out here getting off on that gangster thug bullshit, bruh, life done passed you the fuck by. Nobody give a fuck about that shit out here in the real world. Niggas too busy trying to find and extract the little pieces of joy they can from everything that we have to deal with in this shit life to be sitting up here worried about being judged by the likes of you. Because again, look at these niggas. These niggas that think like Boosie, who, y'all, what are y'all, y'all don't make no gear turn no fucking where. You know what I'm saying? You motherfuckers out here dead on the inside, you, 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 your body all black, your organs shutting down in your 30s and shit like that. My nigga, you still dressing like it's 2000 motherfucking five with all these layers of clothes out here mad musty for no goddamn reason. You know what I'm saying? Water ain't touched your body in, in a fucking week. You know what I'm saying? You pissed the color of butter. Like, come on. You think anybody worried about being judged by y'all? Man, you gotta stop. Like I say, y'all, we gotta stop letting these rusty niggas run shit. First of all, my community, we need to stop talking about them. Cause again, we like y'all are keeping Boosie in the headlines. God damn it, the nigga ain't had a hit in over 15 years. He's nobody. He's nobody to his peers. He can't even stay on his own goddamn concert tours at this point. He just got arrested for fucking shit up at a damn show he was on the bill at. We have got to learn how to let these flops go. You know what I'm saying? Second per second, second, second one I'm gonna talk about. Goddamn straight women. Stop fucking these niggas. Cause to be honest, a lot of this is y'all fault because y'all the motherfuckers, y'all the ones who got these motherfuckers out here thinking they fucking the best things to slice bread. You know what I'm saying? Sis, y'all gotta stop sucking these... Y'all gotta, gotta stop sucking dicks that won't even wipe their ass when they get up to shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all done laid around and went down there and sucking that goddamn acid fucking dick smelling like vinegar. Y'all fucking these niggas and got their heads all blowed up to the point where they think they God's motherfucking gift. Then it's on us to let them know, nah, nigga, you mid as fuck. Fuck me, nigga, you're ugly. You know what I'm saying? I blame y'all. Y'all straight women be out here putting up with all that bullshit just to say you got chose by somebody dust-ass motherfucking son. Stop, stop, stop sucking these goddamn smegma field, goddamn don't wash tween they damn legs, dingleberry having ass fucking draws the color of fucking walls that been smoked on. Goddamn, stop fucking these niggas. Shit. So much would change if y'all would keep pussy away from, from niggas that it don't belong to. But, um, yeah, so that's that on that. Um, let's see, where we at? Where we at? Okay, so this week, 
there was there will not be a loose cipher sound segment because nothing came out that I gave a fuck about this week. I did not. There was that's where there was no music dropped this week that I gave two shits about listening to. So in spite of that, we gonna do cipher vision. <laughs> Y'all, I'm literally just be coming up with this shit up the top of my motherfucking head. <laughs> We gonna talk about the shit that I watched this week, and you know this is the spoiler section of the show. It's gonna be some things to talk about. If you don't want to hear it, or if you ain't watched it yet, you know you might want to stop right here because I ain't gonna hold back on shit. All right. So the first thing I want to talk that I tried to watch this week was Dune. Listen. Beautiful gowns. I look Zendaya. She's in it. Y'all know I, I I like her and find her talented. Although you know y'all keep trying to convince me that this girl is black. Anyway, she's in it. And to be honest, I don't even know what the movie is about. It was that boring. Like I still haven't finished it. I've been I tried to watch it three times since it came out Friday, and I fallen asleep within the first fifteen minutes every fucking time. The movie is boring. Like it's just it. It's like Star Wars they just cleaned up around the um around the universe a little bit. Like it's just nothing nothing is nothing is nothing is grabbing me at all. But you know, I'm gonna do my best to try. You know, yeah, I'm I don't know. But yeah, shout out to Doom, fuck. Um the next thing I watched this weekend, um, that was disappointing as fuck. This was the worst season of American Horror Story ever. So if you didn't know that American Horror Story was even on this um, this year, they billed it as American Horror Story double feature. So basically, it was two different stories being told. And on um, the first half was a story called Red Tide. The second half was a story called Death Valley. Now here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna leave with some positives. Um, Red Tide was actually good. There was good material there. It was fresh. It was kind of, you know, it was now because the thing is, basically, they didn't say that they were vampires, but the creatures were all, um, they, they, it was this drug that they were taking. And they were taking it and would turn them into like these super cannibalistic, vampiristic things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was kind of a, a allegory to, you know, the whole opioid crisis that's going on right now. I thought that was super dope. You know, that was a dope way to do it. Um, yeah, the story was cool. The little girl, I hated that bitch. And, you know, so that means she did a great job as a character. Um, and Angelica Ross looked amazing. I think I said it on um, an earlier episode of the pod. But, yeah, she on, on in that particular um, showing right there, those episodes, she played a character called The Chemist. And let me tell you something. Mama was fitted down in every episode like you know i you, anybody know i live for old cleopatra jones foxy brown looking bitch with the brim titted to the side with the fly ass coat and, you know and that's how she was dressed the whole time so yeah like she was yeah and um and the thing is i want to see angelica ross and more shit because she's um super talented she's a pretty pretty good actress but other than that, then you had the back end, which was called Death Valley, which is basically about aliens and about the president, you know, over generations, knowing all about it, all that kind of shit like that. They could have kept that, to be honest. It would have been better had they just taken those four episodes they they devoted to that plot line and used them to flesh out the Red Tide, um, you know, episode or what, I mean, um, um, part of the story or whatnot. Because the thing was, they didn't even connect them together. 
It was like literally, it was two separate, you know, stories, not interconnected in any way possible. And it was just a waste. Like the aliens, the aliens were trying to create a human alien hybrid. Okay, boom. They was getting motherfuckers pregnant, men and women, boom. The babies was coming out killing motherfuckers and, you know, all that shit like that. It was just like, it was so disappointing. It was so lazy because it was just like, y'all, like we, we, we expect better from this, but at this point, I really think the American Horror Story franchise needs to stick with that whole format of because they did like a they they did a separate one called American Horror Stories, where basically each episode was a standalone, you know, what I'm thing. So I really think they should just go with that, either that or operate within the universe that they've created, because you know what I'm saying. All the all the seasons up until the last couple have all been interconnected somehow. So I think it would be dope if they would just operate in the within their own universe and stop trying to make new stories because listen this shit ain't it so yeah you save save y'all time do not watch it oh uh, let's see i also watched halloween kills so i went on ahead and said fuck it let me watch this um, the, the, the umpteenth halloween movie and all that kind of shit like that from the beginning it's like so here's the thing it's like they just the, the writer the writer room just threw their hand up and say, "Hey, let them have it. Let let's just go ahead and get all the way stupid." So the, the so the last one, she literally trapped him in the basement and burned the house down on top of him. So it picks up immediately after that. The fire department run into the house to put the fire out. They in the back of the truck screaming, "No, oh, let it burn! Oh, Allah, the motherfucker gonna he gonna get out." So the fire department go in there, they go in the house, they go right down to the damn basement. Who in the basement? Michael motherfucking Myers. Somehow able to breathe through the mass, you know what I'm saying? It's Because it, it, the house is burning, burning. It ain't just, you know, ain't no spot. This motherfucker is smoky burning. You know what I'm saying? This is only you can prevent forest fires burning. So, you know what I'm saying? How he's living through all this smoke inhalation, I have no idea. They get down to the basement. He kills the two fire men. Then he comes up and picks up an axe. Tell me why do we have a Michael Myers fight scene where he's fighting a whole entire five, you know, a whole squadron of firefighters and whooping their ass. Why do we have a fight scene with Michael Myers? What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, then, so that was, the, it just went downhill from there. From that point, you got a whole hospital full of, the. I'm going to tell you the most ridiculous part. It was the way that people were dying. The one black woman died in the stupidest way possible. I'm not going to tell you. It was just that fucking dumb. But the icing on the cake was in, was in the end. They trapped him. The whole town. When I say the whole town, all of them was there. They all had the cars parked around in a circle with the headlights. Michael Myers was sitting up there looking. Then they all start beating his ass. So they all picked up sticks and baseball bats and baby strollers and whatnot and started whooping his ass. And then beat his ass. Somebody came and shot him about four times. And they just all whooping his ass and whooping his ass. Old girl, she come and she stabbed him in the back. And they still just start whooping his ass. I'm just like, I'm like, bruh, 
just shoot the motherfucker in the head. It's 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 a hundred of y'all out here. Why y'all doing all this with one person? So that happens, and then whoop Mike out my eyes ass and beat him down to the damn ground, took his mask all off and everything. You see he's like in his 60s gray and mangled and shit like that, and he fucked all the way up. They cut the Jamie Lee Curtis in the hospital talking to some man that was alive when he tried to kill her in the 70s. She said, Michael Myers is not human, and I am the only one who can kill him. He is a dark, evil energy. So we sit up there like, Y'all could have told us this 20 years ago. We knew the motherfucker wasn't human then. How many times he done got hit by buses and dropped off buildings and drowned y'all and set him on fire so many damn times. You done electrocuted the motherfucker. You done hit him with trains. You done stabbed him all up and through his body. Does he have any organs not unstabbed? The nigga done been through it. And somehow he's still alive. Y'all could have been told us it was a supernatural element at play here. We ain't stupid. And so as soon as she say that, it cuts right back to Mike Myers on the ground, fucked up. He wretches behind himself, pulls the knife out. And when I say he starts systematically killing every last one of the white people who just beat his ass. That's what I just said. Fuck this shit. I don't ever want to see this shit again. Michael Myers literally got up and with one butcher knife killed the entire town. Yo. Do you know how pissed I was? Like, I'm like, how the fuck? Tell me how the fuck stupid you gotta be to watch a bitch get stabbed dead in front of you and think, you know what? No, it's gonna be me. Where were the guns? Bitches, you, 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 white women, y'all good for some vehicular homicide. One of y'all hoes could have gotten the Bonneville and run him over. You let one white man with one butcher knife kill a whole fucking town of people. Fuck all of y'all. So yeah, that's my take on Halloween Kills. Don't watch that shit. I'm, I'm so glad I got that motherfucker on the fire stick. I don't know what the hell to do. Any motherfucking way. Last but not least. So, Insecure came back. That's also why the episode is dropping on Monday. Because uh, that's another thing. For I guess for the, whole, for the run of this particular season of Insecure, I'm going to drop the episodes the day after the show. Because I don't even want to let it get stale a whole week. Then come back and be talking about it. So, anyway. Insecure dropped. Um... This is the last season, all that kind of good shit like that, which I'm actually happy about. Everybody talking about, oh my god, I don't want it to go. What more story can they tell? There's pretty much, I mean, this all the story they got left. They kind of stretching this shit out if you really want to be honest, I'm, I, but I'm going to get to that. The episode was kind of dry. Um, basically, they all went back to their alma mater, Stanford. And, you know, Issa was a speaker and all that kind of shit like that because we still don't quite know what she does, but apparently she's successful at it. So she was a speaker and everything like that. Her and Molly apparently have made up to some degree, but they didn't show that. And ugh. Um, let me see. Kelly was Kellying the whole episode. That was great. And let's see. Toward the end, Issa breaks up with Lawrence. Okay, I'm going to start there. Let me start right there because I have to biggest problem with them with th with that motherfucker anybody know me know i have never been team lawrence from the get-go i have never liked this nigga i have never connected with the character i think the the, the, the character of lawrence literally exists only to anchor Ease's character down long enough to let certain storylines play out that's it he literally has never he has served no purpose on this show 
His and her relationship literally serves no purpose whatsoever. But for some reason, they keep fucking forcing it on us. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the her finally breaking off with him, it's like, well, goddamn, you could have did this three seasons ago. We could have had a whole other show. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, the people listened. They gave us more Kelly. And that's really what we was all looking for. Because let me tell you something. That, that, she, Natasha Rothwell is a fucking gem. I love her. However, let me tell you something I do think. And I hope I'm wrong about this. So one of the gags in the show was that um, it was, it, they made an obituary for Kelly. They thought that she was dead. And, you know, she's like, damn, they think I'm dead? And you know, so they um they in the end they play they, they kind of fake eulogized her at the restaurant and whatnot. I hope that's not foreshadowing. I truly hope that this is not foreshadowing because something is something is telling me that Kelly's gonna die at the end of the damn season. And I really don't want that. But it's just I don't know. Something is something something about the way they moving with this is just telling me that. But um anyway, um what I really want to um touch on about the episode. So Amanda Seals plays a character named Tiffany. And Tiffany in the sh in the show is an AKA. Um they, everybody should know what an AKA is. Ain't no white don't know white people listen to this. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, Tiffany is an AKA. And if you know the character of Tiffany, that makes perfect fucking sense. It makes perfect sense. The problem is the AKAs got mad because they were like, apparently some of them didn't like the depiction of of Tiffany, you know, the way she's depicted in the show. Some of them were like, well, you could have let a real AKA play the character there, da 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 instead of a... I want you D9 niggas to really, really, really set the fuck down so because that's also why i mentioned earlier about people with these super inflated senses of selves it is something about members of the divine nine when i say the divine nine i'm talking about the black fraternities and sororities they have these just super inflated senses of selves and they take themselves so motherfucking serious god shut up it's some fucking letters get the over it now here's the thing i do need to get this, this this disclaimer because i've been told that i speak in generalizations so let me just go ahead and say this i know it's not all of y'all i have met many 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 cool frats and sorors over the course of my life i know it's not all of y'all but the vast majority of you motherfuckers are draining especially when it comes to y'all goddamn letters and all that kind of shit like that look here this is my theory on it these motherfuckers won't, these motherfuckers bought friends in college, but want us to pay for them the rest of our life. It's like, it's draining as hell. It's like, yo, which it's not, what y'all do ain't that damn serious. You know what I'm saying? So, so therefore, so, cause you, you got all the girls, they, they, they adding East on Twitter talking about some goddamn, you know, well, why would you do this to us? You, uh, you need to pull this episode. You Bitch, you mad, you mad at this woman for making a show for all us to enjoy laughing since we sitting up in this goddamn pan pizza. You know what I'm saying? All because you let some bitches dressed like a pack of Wrigley Spearman gum with pearls on their neck take you out the field and whoop your ass so you can wear some goddamn letters the rest of your life. If you don't sit the fuck down some goddamn well, 
You know what I'm saying? It just really irks me because let me tell you something about, about the white people. White people go to college and they, they pledge them little puss-ass fraternities and sororities. They pledge and as soon as they graduate, they don't even remember them motherfuckers no more. That shit is for four years and four years only. You know what I'm saying? Brad went down stage to the frat house at Alpha Phi Epsilon or whatever the fuck they call themselves and he date raped a bunch of damn um, collegiate girls and shit like that. He graduates four years and gets all about it. When he's sitting up in his goddamn high-rise all Office commanding people and shit like that. That damn fraternity is the farthest thing from his goddamn mind. You know what I'm saying? White women, they they they, they go out here and they get pregnant by bread, and then they go be out here from surviving on a diet of goddamn benzophene and motherfucking alcohol all day. They don't know nothing about alpha, 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 whatever the fuck it is, them white girls be pledging. They don't give a fuck about that shit. For some reason, niggas carry that divine nine shit with them forever. Motherfucker, you know how many fucking 60 some year old cappers I done seen trying to stroll? Nigga, let that shit go. It was fucking college. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want all us to be out here uncomfortable and motherfucking, you know, paying y'all all this damn fealty all because you decided to let some niggas take you somewhere and have you sucking dick with a goddamn cane, with a candy striped cane up your ass. I don't heard about what y'all motherfuckers do, goddamn it. Look, anybody know the only, look, the only ones I really cut off was the Qs and the goddamn Sigmas. Let me tell you something. Ooh, them nasty motherfuckers. Jesus. Two cues changed my life, goddammit. And it's a sigma. I'm still looking for with a flashlight in the daytime. Fuck what you heard. But outside of that, all you motherfuckers, man, y'all chill the fuck out, man. People are going to have, there are going to be depictions of you in media, in, tele, in, in all that kind of shit like that. It might not be accurate. Stereotypes are funny. I'm sorry. They just tend to be. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going so hard for these, y'all going so hard for how, how um, Amanda Seals is playing an AKA, but what you really need to be going behind is Jay Ellis motherfucking ass, the, the, um, the actor who plays Lawrence. You're the male lead, the male romantic lead in a show that is very grounded and intentional in its blackness, you know what I'm saying, that's geared toward black women with a whole white wife. If y'all wanna if y'all wanna go for something, go behind that. You know what I'm saying? You want you know, you sit on this black ass show that's about black ass love with white puss in your bed. Explain that. But y'all don't wanna touch that, but y'all wanna talk about some motherfuckers wearing some goddamn pink and white and some damn pearls. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but um anyway, that's all I got today, y'all. Um, let me let you know right now. Next week I will not be recording. There will be no show next week. <laughs> I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be doing shit. And I, and I already know that I ain't going to have time to do it. So, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to skip, we're going to skip next week and we're going to come back bigger and better two weeks from now. But, you know, as always, I thank all y'all from the bottom of my motherfucking heart for fucking with me, man. Like, I for real, for real, for real appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for listening. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for tweeting about the show, all that shit like that. I appreciate y'all. You know, but until next time, drink your water or your scalp, mind your motherfucking business, man. I'm going to holler at y'all.